0: This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. Perfect, 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 perfect.
1: It's the MVSP Season 3, Episode 12 here live. I guess not live, it's pre recorded from Big Rapids on the campus of ferris state university it's me joe nagy along with my co-host brandon worth brandon how you doing it's good i mean i
2: would love her show to be live but too did, much work too yeah, much work to that go live takes a lot of doing and i mean yeah. with us being busy college students and i don't want to do that
1: yeah that's fair it's <laughs> to a be, to ton of work
2: like shout out to everybody that makes like sports live shows possible you know how much work goes into that like like first take or That'd be insane.
1: And I don't know. There's the just Cow
2: Cowherd, like the herd show. That whole that whole
1: realm is just so crazy to think about, just like live TV and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely insane.
2: crazy. But I mean, it does come together. And just like this episode, it always comes together, baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. No always, matter what. Always.
1: No matter what, it'll always come together. But got a very good show for you today. Got the Ferris State Sports preview as we're going into a big weekend for Fair State Athletics, as well as a big interview. Big. Big interview with Fair State quarterback Malik Mitchell. So without further ado, we're going to toss it on over to the interview.
2: Now joining us in studio, the man, the myth, the legend himself, quarterback Malik Mitchell. Malik, welcome to the
0: show, man. I yeah, appreciate y'all, man. Thanks for having me. For sure. Malik, you've been to a couple
1: colleges so far in your college football career. What's your experience been like when you have to like build relationships at the new place, then having to leave, and then kind of setting that up again for the new spots that you go to?
0: Um, at Kent, uh, I started off with with good relationships, basically based on the fact that I was about forty five minutes from my hometown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't too easy to um, it wasn't too hard to get to know people. There was a lot of people I already knew that went to my high school or were from my city. So getting to know people around the campus was was pretty easy. Uh, players on a team that's that's always pretty easy. You know what I'm saying? Just. Mm The the natural football is going to do that for you, just being able to go out there, play with somebody, fight with somebody, sweat with somebody every day, and just, you know what I'm saying, win, lose, or draw, you're going to create some type of love for them people. For sure. And those coaches. And then coming here to Ferris, uh, I actually had it in my mind to be more open to relationships already before coming here. So coming here, I actually put forth effort to do it. So it was yeah. more it yeah. wasn't it wasn't a natural thing no more I was actually putting forth effort and going out and uh seeing different things on campus, meeting new people, picking up different cards I might see and just saying, Oh, what's this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh that that was really cool, especially being in a new uh state. I never been to Michigan before that. So mm-hmm. really? being out here was pretty cool. It was new. So uh, I knew I had to take different measures to you know what I'm saying? Get comfortable. So that's yeah. what I did. You know what I'm
2: saying? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, coming from Kent State, like you just mentioned, and I mean, Kent State's a pretty reputable D one school. I mean, especially with their athletic program. And I mean, you'd mentioned um off air, like some of the cool experiences that you had going to places like playing Alabama, being able to go to Penn State, like what were those experiences like as just being yeah. like, Man, you could grow up as a kid and watch this on TV and it's like boom, I'm here. Yeah, like I mean, what was that it was, like?
0: It was very surreal. At first, um and then kind of just realizing you're supposed to be there like you meant for the moments, it just brings you back to earth and realizing you're really only there to play football, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you got guys around you that's that's there to fight with you, you got coaches that's there to put you in the right position, so being in those hostile environments it was it was great for my uh i I don't know how to say it like for me internally, oh yeah, yeah, and um, I just took it as as a blessing and just uh you know what I'm saying, moved on. I actually got – that was early on in my career when I got to just travel and see a lot of different schools. When I got to playing, it was uh, – a I kind of blocked out a lot of the crowds mm-hmm. and a lot of things I saw earlier on in my career. You know what I'm saying? So that was pretty cool for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for sure. And your
1: athletic eligibility, it's only in its sophomore year. What advantage do you think you have, especially coming from extensive collegiate athletic repertoire like uh, Kent State? You have a couple years left. What advantage do you think you have – uh, going into your next few years of eligibility? Uh,
0: being, coming to Ferris, uh, they call me an older guy. <laughs> so I'll, be, I'll, I'll be like 25 this year, um, mid-season. So, my age, not not just even my age, but just what I've learned throughout those years um, have, have helped me immensely, especially being at Kent. I came in as a young kid not knowing too much, not even really knowing how to be a man in college. And, I, that that was quickly taken up out of me. You know what yeah. I mean. And mm-hmm. So now coming here, I got a fresh start and I'm I'm kind of moving a whole different way. So yeah. it's pretty smooth. Um, I'm happy I got to do this at a, a, a later age. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Because even back then when I was doing it at 18, 19, I knew that I wasn't kind of ready for for that lifestyle, being away from home and stuff like that. But man, I I, I can't say I'm I'm not happy with the situation I'm in now. You know what I'm saying? And being out here and being able to do it this way, so. No, sure. it's a
2: blessing to have you. I mean, especially what you've given to our program already in your first year. And, I mean, just mentioning, like, um, you've been able to get a couple starts under your belt. And, I mean, you had that tutelage kind of earlier in the season behind Jared Bernhardt and even Evan Cummins as well. What has it been like being with those guys in the quarterback room?
0: I love them, man. They're my brothers. Even last night, we just went to Coach Rockhouse, had, had some uh, pasta, mm-hmm. played pool, joked around, man. So, we love each other man it ain't it ain't you would think it would be a hostile environment mm-hmm. you would think you would really think that, and even even some players at sometimes will have questions like man how y'all how y'all handle it and it's like every day, every game we go out there somebody somebody doing something big mm-hmm. and it, you ain't got no 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 other uh thing to do but respect that, you know what I'm saying sure, yeah. at the end of the day, so even if you may not like somebody you got to respect because we all go out there and we handle our business mm-hmm. so at the end of the day you don't like somebody or if you do we handle business so that's sure. how we roll man. Mm.
1: yeah for sure uh, last week though you did get the nod to be the starter against northwood the game you broke the record of uh, the school record with 508 yards in the air six touchdowns in total it seems like you just couldn't miss when passing the ball what did you do to kind of stay in the zone when you're off the field and defense was doing their work and then making sure that when
0: you went back out you were just doing business um coach rock uh, he's the assistant head coach After every drive he just grabs us Takes us to the side Goes through every play in that drive Just make sure we still mentally locked in mm-hmm. Make sure the, the next Calls for the next drive we know what's going on So it ain't, that ain't hard at all And just staying on the sideline Keeping the other guys involved that's part of being a quarterback, too, is keeping, keeping the other quarterbacks motivated who might not be playing because mm-hmm. at, at any time of the game they might have to go in. Mm-hmm. And, and, and with, with Coach Anise, he does that even without injury, without, you know what I'm saying, without yeah. playing bad. He just might throw a guy in there. So, you know what I'm saying, keeping everybody ready and just uh, keeping yourself ready is very important. Awesome.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, just the fact of like being that leader, I think, is comes so much out of the quarterback spot. I mean, really, you're the you're the man everyone's looking to. I mean, you're getting the play call. You're the guy that's really I'm hyping everybody up in the huddle. On mm-hmm. what what is as far as your favorite thing about um, being being that guy, being the manipulator, the facilitator at the quarterback position?
0: Uh, my favorite part about it is just uh, being able to serve. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being able to. Uh, lead by serving you know what i mean sure. Just yeah somebody needs help be there for them not 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 to punish them in any way or you did this wrong or you know what i'm saying but just to uplift people i love uplifting people and just seeing them happier that makes me happy you mm-hmm. know what yeah. I'm saying? seeing them in a better place you know so whoever it might be even the the, the opposition of the day you look at Northwood. Even even if a guy gets pancaked by my old lineman, you know what I mean? Just helping him up help him next up. play. I ain't got no animosity for him. He's gonna get killed next play anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know it's, it's all love, man. I, sure, I, you for know, sure. That's how it is with me. So. Yeah, you're just playing ball at the end of the day. Just yeah, uplift people. That's that's my favorite part of the position, man. People look at look at me to to uplift, and that's. I kind of take that as a responsibility and that's what I do. So
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, i love to see it. And I mean, we were talking a little bit uh, before we came to the studio about how uh, we got a bye week this week preparing for a big game next week mm-hmm. against Grand Valley. Going to be traveling into Lubbers Stadium. There's going to be a lot of pressure on the Bulldogs to continue the, beating, uh, the, the undefeated streak against the Lakers. What have you done and the leaders on the team and along with the coaching staff, just kind of getting everybody ready and
0: mentally prepared for entering a very hostile environment? Well, first of all, uh this will be our first um weekend free. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we always want to stay safe, make sure all the younger guys are are keeping tight, man, staying around some older guys and just just doing the right thing cuz you know in college y'all know how it is, man. Stuff, can happen. Have, stuff can happen, stuff can happen. Especially a free weekend. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying when you've been work you we've been working hard for months mm. and you get one free weekend, you know, if you want to relax or do something you ain't done. Yeah. You know, so just making sure everybody does the right thing you know that's first and foremost and then on the football field we go out there and grind every day so it ain't it ain't nothing new it's the same routine for us we haven't switched up the schedule any at any uh any at any point this week so i mean it should be it should be business as usual
2: yeah and i mean it's just it's just another game at the end of the day. But, I mean, this game just hits differently, obviously. The Anchorbone yeah, rivalry sure. going to Lubbers on Saturday night and hosting about 10,000 people that will likely be there. What have you guys been doing preparing and practice for a potentially a possibly hostile environment in
0: Allendale? We, um... We we crank the music up a little bit. We do that every day. We I think it was a little louder yeah, today. Okay. I, could, even, I can hear it walking around campus. Yeah, I can hear it walking says, around campus. So. <laughs> I, I, I might have noticed that today. It was a little louder, man. A little uh, method to the madness. Yeah, we got we got guys that that create simulated um, screaming situations. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. do that. We we uh we got game situations where there's pressure situations and stuff like that. So we'll be we'll be prepared for the game. Mm-hmm. We'll go in with our heads right. And we'll be ready, we'll be ready to win. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Yeah, and like Brandon said, Lubbers
1: can hold about ten thousand spectators. It's looking like it's going to meet or exceed uh, that cap for how many people are going to be at the game. I know Brandon and I are going to be there. I know Woo-hoo. a lot yeah, of my yeah. friends, a lot of people around <laughs> campus. It's going to be it's going to be a very heavy Ferris presence. Yeah, uh-huh. very heavy Ferris presence uh, at Lubbers. What are some of the things that you're going to be kind of looking to like? I guess calm your nerves and prepare yourself. Is this going to be a very pivotal game for the
0: Gleeck standings? Um, me personally. uh my nerves kind of leave once, once that, once coaching needs kind of calls me on the field. You know what I'm saying? My nerves are gone. I'm just waiting on that play and ready to go. Before the game, man, I just love good music,
2: man. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that's all I need. Some good music, maybe some fruit snacks. Shout <laughs> sure. out, shout out, Mots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was man. gonna say only can be Mots. Man, yeah, only Mots. Yeah, maybe some maybe some good fruit snacks and some music, oh, man. Sure. I'm good, man. I'm ready to roll. So mm-hmm. I don't do too much to to prepare mentally. I do that throughout the week. So game day, I'm ready to go. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool
2: fruit snacks who would have known yeah, uh, I would known that yeah, yeah, Max, yeah, man. you'd make some friends with the cross country team we are major fans <laughs> we're, we're, we're Welch's though we like the oh, yeah, Welch's fruit snacks that's the little 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 downside there but I mean obviously um, got a whole slate of conference games coming up and then obviously looking into the postseason what are you guys looking forward to this year like what's the ultimate goal
0: Oh man, come on, man. <laughs> we, we need a natty, man. We need. I just want to hear you say it, man. We need a ring, uh not only for just myself. You know what I'm saying? I, I need it personally. Our team needs it. Coaching needs it. And we we fight every day to make sure every individual is gonna get that ring. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's the goal. We are gonna take it week by week. um Once we get to week ten or or the end of the season, whatever it is, then. Once them playoffs start, we're going to hit it even harder. I promise mm-hmm. you, we're going to hit it way harder. And I don't even know if we can do that, but mm-hmm. we're going to hit it way harder. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to a long
1: run in the postseason as well. And for last question, you said you're one of the older guys on the team. You came in a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, you've had a great effect on the on the football team, Big Raps as a whole. What's
0: your favorite thing about being a Fair State Bulldog? Oh, man, my favorite thing, and I, I probably say this every day, is that – Ferris love me back mm-hmm. like that's that's probably the biggest thing for me like I I came here not knowing not knowing what to expect yeah just from the you know what I'm saying community and the team and the coaches as a whole and I can't really complain you know it's not even not even a little bit like I can say that the love is reciprocated so that's that's what I appreciate the most you know, so, yeah, man. we love having you on the team. We love what you've been able to do on the field. And
1: we hopefully can see you a little bit more next Saturday in this upcoming week for practice. But Malik, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the show. Greatly appreciate you making time out of your busy schedule with the bye week and everything.
2: Thank you so
0: much. Yeah, thank you.
2: Thank you so much to Malik for giving us an absolutely wonderful interview. And make sure that you check out the Faris State Bulldogs at FairState dot com to learn more. Speaking of which, let's go right into the Ferris Sports Report, Joe. For sure. Brian for sure. As well. Right to it we go. Um, football, this is actually the first week we have to say football does not have a game. We got nothing. More. More. It's nothing okay. On, nothing to report. <laughs> but
1: it's just a build up. For build what? up for the biggest game Oh of my the goodness. Year.
2: You have no idea, guys, how insanely
1: anchor hype
2: down. this like campus is starting anchor to feel right now. Down. <laughs> Anchored down. That's all I gotta say. Have you ordered
1: your tickets yet, Brandon?
2: Oh, I haven't Dude, yet. Dude, you gotta. Can they're you going. send me a text to remind me?
1: Dude, just do it right now. I'm honest. just kidding. I Dude, won't you, even remind me. You gotta, you gotta order because I went and ordered them. Um, I think two days ago, and like two of the sections are already filled.
2: Oh, okay. I should probably. Well, it was like, it was, it, like, it, was like one, it was like
1: one and a half, and then like two of them had like spots all yeah, over. If I, was, I don't think they're gonna enforce the spots, I think you can sit wherever. Yeah, it's if, if I ticket. were
2: to, if I were to be honest, which I will. I was kind of planning on the potential of covering the game, so I didn't know if necessarily like tickets were going to be certain on my part. But the fact that you said that, I'm going to find that out get a press right pass, now. Though, That's what I'm saying. If need be. But I should check that right now because, and everybody else actually, frankly, should check that out. If you want to get Anchorbone tickets, you better get them now because apparently they're going off the shelves already. Oh, and yeah. it's only Thursday when we're recording this. Technically yeah, crazy Friday. Stuff. That's nuts. That just shows you how epic this game is. It's gonna be huge. I mean, huge game. It's gonna be absolutely Here's massive. Here's my ticket. Here's my
1: ticket. I see your ticket. That's a
2: beautiful QR code, by the way. It is. It Don't is
1: take a picture of it and steal it.
2: <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Don't do it. Uh huh. You're you're tempting me right now, Joe. Anyway, <laughs> but it's still going to be a good game. up two, two top ten Division two teams in the country for a reason. Two of the best programs that there has been over the last decade. I think this is like our fourth or fifth time where we're
1: playing each other, where we're both in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Cause like the past like three years, like we've been like two, three, like one, two, three, four, and then uh, Grand Valley's like been like on the near the outskirts of ten. I know our our freshman year. When they played, it was like two versus three, Mm-hmm. or something was, like that. And I believe, or no, the year before, but before that, it was two versus three. Yes. And the next year, it was like two versus like eight, or eight something or that.
2: nine or something. When yeah, that game was on Fox, I believe. Yeah, if that I remember was correctly, game. that was that was a really fun game to rewatch, and I believe it's also on YouTube, by the way. If anybody wants to rewatch it, spoiler right. alert. But yeah, uh, it's I believe eighteen or like twenty dollars for tickets, I believe, or Mine something was like that. fifteen,
1: but. You got it for fifteen? That but that's like general mission for the fair side.
2: Uh, okay. That makes sense. I know that there's like the they do a weird like ticket thing. It's not like ours where it's like, yeah, you pay like fifteen dollars, and you kind of get in the door, kind of a thing. Yeah, there's just like they yeah. actually
1: have marked. A, I don't oh. think they'll enforce it for the like
2: fair right, right. side, but it's like by section, I believe, or something yeah, like cause
1: that. Because their their stands on the fair side are basically just like cement blocks, like it's just cement. Like there's not like much going on.
2: Mm-hmm. But I think this is still going to be a wild game. I mean, both programs, like I mentioned, have been on on big streaks. I mean, Grand Valley has been rolling as well as we have, I believe. Um, they are. Um, they're going to be actually playing Northwood this week while we have the bye. Um, so, really, they kind of have a bye, frankly. Sorry, Northwood. Sorry,
1: Northwood, uh, it, to, it, it, it to was burst brutal. your bubble. But yeah. it's, if we beat you 67 to 25, yeah, it's I probably not to be much different. But I can promise you
2: that they will not throw for 508 yards on you. I can knock on Yeah, you, I can kind of let you know that. I can knock wood easily, put them all the way in the bank. But still, it's not. it might not be pretty, but still. Yeah. It's not as bad as what we did to you. That's all. No, we're, not terrible. We're
1: <laughs> the one thing though that I am pretty excited for this week is just seeing a lot of our injured guys like just rehab and get back to normal. I mean Jared Bernhardt's probably going to be back for Grand Valley, which will be nice cuz then we'll probably run the three quarterback uh game plan, oh, which yeah. it which will be nice and good to see again since we haven't seen that since week 1 and 2. And I mean Barnett will be able to heal up. I don't know if he's out for the season or out for a little bit, but it would just be nice for him to like have a bye week and not really have a feeling of missing anything and then Maybe he'll be back, I think, by the end of the regular season, they said. Yeah, it could be. I think... Don't quote me on it, but that's what I thought.
2: Yeah, I did. I know, like, um, for part of our practice, we ended up on the track, and, like, we were watching some of their practice, and I believe I did see Cy, but I, I don't think he was in pads, so I'm I'm not sure if that's just, like, um, they were going to be in precautionary with it being this week. I don't know. All I'm saying is I saw him on the field, and I hadn't seen him for, like, the longest time on the field when we had those practices, so uh, I did see him on the field. He did see him in good spirits. He was talking to some other guys, so um, it is good to see him because, I mean, he's a pivotal part. Like, there's so many pivotal parts to this team regardless yeah, sure. of how many snaps they get because there's so many like leaders I mean there's really this is a player like a player-led team I mean like obviously Nice is driving the ship, but like a lot of programs yeah. that are successful you always hear you always hear the homage of players or player-led teams get will focus on championships where coach-led teams well like when, Always are a step under. I mean, when we talked to Tyrese Hunt
1: Thompson, who's in one of our classes, like, he says the same thing. When we talked to Jordan uh, a couple interviews ago, that's what he said. And, I mean, Malik today, he was saying that, like, you know, he just tries to be a good leader, and mm-hmm. that's a big thing about it because there's a lot of guys who share that mentality, who share that approach to, to being a leader on the team. And I think that's the one thing that sets us apart from a lot of these these GLIAC teams is is the player led abilities. And I mean, Grand Valley probably has the same thing; they're a very good program. And I mean, there's some solid programs too that just don't have the same amount of success as us in, in the in the in the GLIAC, like Davenport and like Saginaw Valley, who are very good teams. But I think that's the one thing I'm gonna definitely gonna be looking forward to when we play Grand Valley is just see how we approach. That approach that like just picking each other up if we get in bad spots how how they're gonna react to each other and what the kind of body language and kind of the I guess atmosphere, the team atmosphere is gonna be like. But I think they're gonna be able to feed off the fairest crowd when they're in Lubbers.
2: Yeah, I mean this is gonna be a classic dog like <laughs> it's it's dog gonna be fight, a, go dogs. It's gonna mm. be a dog fight. I mean, I obviously put that on purpose, but um I mean it's gonna be fun. I mean, Coach Anise versus Coach Mitchell, classic rivalry, I mean there's nothing more you have to put on this game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be really fun. But if you haven't got your tickets, make sure that you get them, like, ASAP. I know that there's, like, um, more information on the website if you need more information. But I believe, I mean, Joe just sent. He gets tickets for $15. I'm not sure um, maybe exactly more, maybe not. where maybe not. to knows? go for that. But, uh, obviously, that would be uh, very cool to get $15 tickets for a rivalry game. But um, just make sure that you get them ASAP because we want to fill the stands with dogs. That's what we want. We just we wanted to make sure that we represent and we bring the doghouse into Lovers on Saturday night at 7 p.m. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Uh, more on that will come I guess later next on next week. Next so, week when we pre- preview the whole thing. Absolutely. But moving on into Aki now, going to be a tough contest, not going to lie. Going up against Western here Friday on 7.05 at Western. They're going to be going down to Western and then coming back here on Saturday to play at home. So, they're going to be home on Saturday against Western. Um, I believe puck drops at 7.07, if I remember correctly. Yes, 7.07. 7.05 on Friday, 7.07 on Saturday. Exactly. So, that will be... It's going to be a good game. I mean, I know that there's some history that I apparently didn't know about between these two teams. I'll be frankly honest, compared to some of the things that we heard today coming up about this game that there's been previously fights in the past between these two teams oh i don't remember that happening then again we haven't played them for a hot minute so it does make like sense a, like a year and but a half, i so. mean it's still gonna be it's still gonna be a great contest and i mean we just had a great performance in that overtime win against miami of ohio and I, we're really looking to keep that momentum rolling against a really good team like western i know coach daniels is excited the way that he was talking in his press conferences like this team's good and we're ready for the challenge
1: well, last time I we played Western, it wasn't the best that we've ever played. It was two years ago, before the COVID year, or like during. It was like kind of during that COVID season, right before like that that dreaded March happened, but we lost I think it was what like by five goals I think we let up a hat trick we let up a handful more yeah. it wasn't the best uh, performance that we ever had but then again that was before we've had this new look team before we've kind of had this kind of change in change in culture I'd say that's what Bob Daniels was saying too is he's really loving what this team has been able to bring to the table on and off the ice so that's one thing I'm excited to watch and especially when we're covering the game Saturday when the when the Broncos are going to be up in Big Rapids I'm just excited to see how we how we react I know we're Definitely going to have to stay out of the box both of these games because whenever we go to the box, that's usually when we start to play not as good. Our penalty kill played very well against Miami in the second game. That's really the main reason why we were able to win. Mm-hmm. But, you know, every every game we can't have a shorthanded goal to, score, to win the game, you know. So I think that's going to be the big tail of the tape is staying out of the box for us and trying to get as many penalties drawn in our favor so that way we can get set up. Because when we set up, we've already seen we're able to, we're able to score and we're get, able to get – Uh, shots on net and that's going to be the big thing is just getting a lot of shots peppering the goalie and making him make mistakes and I think that's going to be the main thing for us to beat the Broncos uh, this upcoming week
2: yeah I mean and you mentioned the penalty kill that's going to be number one because I mean Just the nature of the game. It's going to be very, I mean, the game of hockey is physical as itself. There's going to always be penalties. I don't think there's ever been a, has there ever been a game in the history of hockey that has went without a penalty? Let me take a look. I definitely feel like there's very minimal, but basically knowing that you're going to the circumstances of, hey, my line is ready for every situation, and, and frankly, like every situation I have a line for it. So it goes vice versa. So the fact of every situation being able to prep for that, and being able to have confidence like that they showed on Saturday or Saturday and Sunday, I should say more Sunday is huge because I mean just the fact of like going out. I know the guys that can get the job done and that really played really well last time that they were in this scenario brings so much confidence to the team overall. So I don't know if it's one
1: or two because the way it says okay, so on February twenty, nineteen forty four, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Chicago Blackhawks played the only scoreless and penalty free game in NHL history. Later though. The referee, Bill Chadwick, took only one hour and 55 minutes for the game to complete. Um, on February 4, 1973, so almost four, 30 years later, Buffalo Sabres defeated New York Islanders 5-1 in a rare penalty-free game. Wow. So there's been two, I think. Two. The way that paragraph was worded is very weird.
2: Yeah, it did sound kind of weird. But, I mean, two out of... How many hockey hundreds, games that have ever been played? Tens of thousands, maybe millions. That's crazy. So the fact is, you got to be ready for those scenarios. But I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing how our offense is going to perform. Because I mean, we we were able to find a lot of a lot of opportunities against Miami of Ohio. Obviously, not like a. It's not like a full on. Um, like we're not going to be ready to. By I mean, Miami's 40 no shots on net that because Miami, that's not yeah, how we play.
1: Miami's no just like number one of, in the country, like the best team, like sure. a Minnesota State and like a St. Cloud State type of team. Mm-hmm. But they're still a solid team who we were able to test our abilities against. And we got shots on net, and we got a lot of times where we were able to set up, get the offense going and be able to kind of set up in their zone. And I think that's going to be the one thing is like. Miami, I think, has a pretty similar skill set and a pretty similar like depth chart when it comes to Western Michigan. They're kind of the same, so I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout like it was two years ago for the Broncos, and yeah. I don't think we're going to be able to just manhandle them. But it's definitely gonna be good, hard-nosed hockey that I'm I'm here to watch.
2: Yeah, I mean we're ready we're ready for them to rock and roll. I mean we've got a lot of guys that have the hot hand right now. I mean Antonio Venuto has two goals in his two games, so he's pretty much been the hottest of hand as far as on the offensive end. I mean maybe maybe you could put Stepan in there for the game-winning yeah. goal on Sunday. But I mean
1: Bradley Merrick too is starting to really yeah find the, the whole town too. hero
2: is doing really well right now. He's one of the fan favorites for sure going in this season. I mean we only saw Ethan Stewart for the first game. We didn't even get to see him in the second game, which we know what he can bring to the table on this team. So, I mean, it's going to be super fun. I mean, the Broncos are a good team. Uh, I mean, they're not ranked top 10, so don't don't get too anxious about it. Uh, but this is going to be another fun game. I would definitely say that Western is a better team than Miami of Ohio. I think that's fair to, I think that's fair to that's say. That's a fair thing to say. I think that's, that's a, fair. That's a respectable S- opinion. S- yeah, I mean, they're not going to... They're a, t- a tough regional team. I like the way that Coach Daniels said it. They, they're not a national team, but they're definitely a tough regional team. Yeah. So, I Uh, That's going to be a fun matchup. Like I said, I believe 7.05 down in at Western on Friday. Yep, in the zoo. (laughs) In the zoo. (laughs) That's fun (laughs) to say. 7.05 in the zoo. And then Saturday at 7.07 here at Engelgleben. So if you're in town, go check out.
1: How do you pronounce that, by the way? Is it Awa
2: Glaben or Glaben? I've heard Engelgleben. I've heard Awa Glaben. Exactly. Nobody will ever know the answer to that question. I just want to know what it is. we'll all mess it up from the rest of this eternity of its
1: name. I just want to know so bad what's the actual wording for Same. it. Same.
2: We're going to have to make a trip and figure that out. Go in the archives. Yeah. Do some digging. Go to the third floor of the
1: flight. If anybody knows. Out there.
2: Let us know in the comments of our 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 Instagram post or our Twitter post about this show, which if you're not following us by the way, what the heck? Shoot to follow, follow us. What well. It's free. Yeah, what's better than free? Nothing. When do you get paid? That is true. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is but sorry we're not gonna pay you to we're not gonna pay you to follow us but yeah, we're if not, you follow <laughs> us we
1: could possibly have the ability to get paid for doing this
2: oh which might go hand in hand later on for giveaways special things like I said all it takes in short, is a spark follow us yeah that's all you need to do
1: In short, follow, follow us. us
2: if you want every single news resource information for this podcast then follow us because that's the easiest way to do it no, oh, yeah. No question. It's the easiest. Yeah. Anyway, moving on now into, I guess we can go into Cross Country for a minute. Uh, it's going to be another split squad weekend. Uh, one group is going to be traveling to Muskegon to the, I believe it is officially named the... Muskegon uh, Jayhawk Invitational. Thank you. The Muskegon Jayhawk Invitational. Um, that's going to be still a pretty fun race, pretty similar to Lansing. Um, I believe it's going to be pretty similar squads there, but I believe there is some changes, so that is something to watch out for. Um, and then another crew, um, including myself, will be going to the Lewis Conference crossover in Romeoville, which we've already heard word that the course is almost flooded, and it's not even so raining yet.
1: So you're going to be swimming.
2: Pretty much. It's going to be a mud bog. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's gonna we be need the help. help. <laughs> Remember, Brandon.
2: <laughs> that's the thing. Start
1: fast, keep going, and then finish fast. Yeah, you Start
2: fast, and fast, and be faster in between. That's what you gotta do. And that's how you win. That's how you run fast. If you get tired, just tell yourself you're not tired and you'll yeah. be able to win. It also apparently I've also heard um that if you run faster, then you run faster. And if you work harder, you'll run faster. Just from a just from a anonymous source. Here's what... People here's on my team know what I'm talking about. They're probably laughing right now. <laughs> here's the
1: mentality that you got to have. Think to yourself, if you're going fast and you're starting to get out of breath or you don't want to go fast anymore,
2: just say, I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. And then you'll be fine. You just kind of got to find that groove where it's like, yeah, it's going to suck, but I'm still feeling okay and I can still maintain.
1: I might be miserable, but at least I'm running fast. Exactly.
2: That's the cross-country mindset right there. That's, that's a terrible mindset. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst. Sometimes it's like that. And that's why I like our sport, because it really shows the true value of mental strength, especially for a sport like ours. But oh. going to be in... So if you're near the Chicago area, go over to Lewis University and you can watch us. That would be pretty fun. Uh, or if you're near Muskegon, you can go watch us at Muskegon. We're in two places at once. It's even. It's a win-win. You can be at either place or be nearby neither place. So... Because you can also look online and find the results there, and sit on your couch and you can binge watch Ted Lasso instead. Which also never
1: watched that show before.
2: Same. I've wanted to watch it for so long. I don't have
1: Apple TV though.
2: I know. I lost my. I lost my free trial. It was. Mm. I had it,
1: and I lost it. Just make another account and just get the Apple TV free trial.
2: Yeah, I might do that. I thought about not it. Not that hard to make an email address. I'm also, I'm also watching Community at the moment, so here, I kind of want to finish Pause community. community.
1: and then just start Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's tempting. That's not that hard. To, I mean, you just can make... There's but you're going to lose the plot there's twist. Websites, there's websites that give you random email addresses that get deleted forever after 10 minutes. So you just got to put it in there, and then you'll have the free that's child. That's true.
2: I didn't think about using that, but that is a thing. So... I think we so just. There you go.
1: If you want to watch Ted Lasso for free, there you go. Boom. Free trial. There you go. Little fake username, and then there you
2: go. That's crazy how that cycle works. Cybersecurity is a whole other level, man. Takes a certain breed. The levels of it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, back to sports, as we probably should. Um, <laughs> women's soccer is at home today, Friday, four o'clock. I'm going to be taking on the Michigan Tech Huskies at home. That is at four o'clock, like I mentioned. Big homestand, too. Yeah. this is Three weeks at home. This is going to be the start of a long homestand, like Joe just mentioned. I believe five straight games until we actually— Five
1: games all the way up until October 22 and Friday, which then the next day we'll have to travel all the way back up to Michigan Tech, which is going to be tough.
2: Yeah, I was about to say that's pretty ironic that we start the the road with Tech and then—well, we start Start the the, homestand at Tech tech, and and then then we start the next road— The next road game's at Tech. Roady with, uh... so that's a long time. That just shows you how long we're gonna be at home. So plenty of opportunities to go watch soccer. Um, the first game, obviously, with Tech on Friday at four o'clock, gonna be a fun one. I believe right now that Michigan Tech is like, are they middle of the road right now in the soccer standings?
1: They're not the top, but they're not the bottom. So, yeah, middle. Yeah,
2: I believe they're in the middle. Not as great of a team as they were last year, but still very reputable. I think they put together some good performances this year. Um, I don't know if they've been a powerful um, offensive team or defensive team. I haven't been able to... um, look into some of that stuff here yet just because of the nature of the schedule this week has been kind of hectic but i mean still i mean michigan tech always is able to give us a pretty good fight i know they did last year i believe that was the game we went into overtime yeah. and had to win last michigan year tech
1: right now is rent is like split like they're right in the middle of the back standings okay
2: are they have they been more offensive predominant or defensive Because uh, they, they are, better hope they're defensive. They are
1: three and two okay uh Goals for is, or games, goals against is seven. They've allowed seven goals? No, wait, never mind. That's I it? don't know how this g- goes, okay? Okay. <laughs> no, you're good. What does a GA stand for? Either way, this goals is so weird. Goals allowed. Yeah, goals allowed seven, and they're three and two. Whoa.
2: Yeah, I'm going to... What is
1: GF? G- goals for?
2: Goals forced? Yeah.
1: Goal, I don't know what GF stands for, but...
2: Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're all right. They're not bad. Soccer, yeah. Okay, so there's. I just loaded it up finally. Six, they're 6-3 six and three so far. Uh, they have the, th- some of the common op- opponents. They're
1: 3-2 in the GLIAC right now.
2: Yep, they lost to Grand Valley 2-zip. They lost to Saginaw Valley 3-zip. They beat Davenport. They beat Northwest. And they beat Northern. And those are the only GLIAC games they've played up to this point. They also lost a non-conference opener. Or non- a non-conference opener away opener at Bemidji State, our fellow hockey friends. So that goes kind of shows you um, what exactly of the a team they're like that's gonna be very interesting that they there's been a lot of games with O's. So they they definitely yeah. have a pretty solid defense. And I mean that'll be obviously something we're gonna be looking at with our offensive firepower. But then again, we we were able to score on Grand Valley who really was not a team that could be reckoned with on the back line or though and I mean obviously with being number one you kind of expected that so gonna be still a fun game I'm really excited to see how this team responds after that really really was a brutal way to end that game like there's yeah, no sugarcoating it like we should have won that game and the reality is it was just a brutal one yeah. so I yeah, mean
1: you know the, the you know the girls are kicking themselves especially yeah with, I mean 2-0 lead with six minutes left to go and you can't I mean you fail to hold it. It's it's a tough one to watch, but it's also a good wake up call because you know when, if we won last game, it's like will we be kind of in like that little stage where we're complacent a little bit against Michigan Tech, who could very well beat us, who's a very good team. And I think that's like a it's a good thing that we tied. I think it would have been better if we won because we'd be wanting the Gleeck like, obviously, but I think it's solid that we tied that because it'll give us just another edge for next time we play Grand Valley and the next time that we have or especially kicking off this this uh, home and kind of like the second half of Gliac play.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I I mean, right now we're looking at like our offense hasn't been necessarily as hot. I'm, I wouldn't want to say hot, I guess is the right term. I mean, we had, we were, we were, Putting in pellets, it seemed like, after that first game for a while there. And then we got into some tests with Northwood and GV. Obviously, that's kind of slowed our offense down. I'm really interested to see how they respond and see how many shots that they put up on that. If they're going to be really aggressive or if they're going to really try to put in that quality type of play that we've seen from those two games and kind of explode onto it. And make themselves better that way. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how that Grand Valley game molds us if we start playing more that way, or if we're gonna be trying to play back fast and really dominant um, on the offensive side like we've been, and just really overpower them on that side. So gonna be really interesting. I'm really interested to see how this game molds us. And I mean, we got so much, we got so many pieces that really there's two, there's not enough time to talk about them individually, just because like this team really has the chemistry and they they have the tools to really do great things. So that's really kind of what we're expecting going forward. So it's going to be fun for sure. Um, I believe that um, we have also a volleyball match and that will be at home. It's a home, no, it's a, way. it's a way. Yeah, yeah, it's it away. way. I we have a
1: couple. We have like a pretty long away stand. Yeah, I thought. I we think, have that
2: Midwest crossover. I think that's correct. I don't know why my computer auto autocorrected. I apologize for that. At Saginaw I Valley State, there we go. Um, Fry on Friday, at seven o'clock, we'll be taking on Saginaw Valley. Um, that's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good matchup. And I believe they also play on Saturday at 2 o'clock against, against Wayne State yeah. really weird that they got those kind of back I mean I can kind of get that they're kind of close in distance but 2 o'clock's a really weird start time yeah so. they're
1: gonna have they're gonna get out of that game at like 839 have to travel to I guess probably not, maybe. They'll probably just stay at the hotel and travel and then just... In the morning, I would say, just leave after the Wayne State game back home. But then after that, they're going to be at the Midwest Region Crossover in Hammond, Indiana, which is going to be... I don't know which teams are there. I'll try to check that out real quick.
2: Yeah, which I know also, um, forgot to mention, soccer will be playing at home against Saginaw Valley on Sunday, October 10th at 1 o'clock as well. So if you're in town, you can check that out. Um, And golf will also be, I believe... Um, The Motor City Invitational in Dearborn, while the women will be at Tiffin for the Fall Classic there. So you can definitely check those out, and I believe tennis will also be in action next week, uh, or starting next week, I should say. I apologize. I don't know why I said the Muskegon Jayhawk is going to be this weekend. It's not. It's next weekend. I should know this, but I just literally probably dropped the ball on that, and I apologize. It is next weekend. So... If you're in Muskegon this weekend, I'm sorry. The Bulldogs will not be running by your house. They will be running next weekend by your house. So, there. Now you have two opportunities to watch on either weekend in case you're busy. Oh, yeah. So, So I
1: think the Great Midwest – or the – what's it called again? Great – or the Midwest Region Crossover is a tournament between the Great Midwest Athletic Conference, the GLIAC, and the GLVC, which is the Great Lakes Valley Conference, which has like Lindenwood, Drury – Lewis and all them, like Rockhurst and stuff. Oh, okay. And then, obviously, Great Midwest, or the GMAC, has, like, Ashland, Finley, Hillsdale, all those teams, and then the GLIAC. So, I think it's a tournament in between everybody, I think. Like, they play each other. Like, everybody plays, like, their conference at first, and then it goes to, like, the winners of the conference. So like, second and third place, I think, play each other. Or, something, or first and second of the tournament, or whatever.
2: Yeah. I think that would that's definitely cool. The way they
1: have this website set up is a little bit weird. Of where this like it doesn't say like how how it's all gonna start, but
2: yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Like that's um actually pretty similar to what the um for the the Lewis meet this weekend. It's called the uh, the Lewis Conference crossover because it is the top two. or It's pretty much the top division two teams in the nation from the GLVC and the GLIAC. And then oh, th- cool. those got together, and then there's obviously someone sprinkled in here and there from Division 2, but that's, that's kind of how that came game about. So if you're wondering why it's called the Conference Crossover, there you go. But um, it's pretty fun. So lots of Bulldog sports in action. If you want more to check out on that, make sure you go to FerrisStateBulldogs.com to hear more about Bulldog athletics. Pretty simple enough. Or oh, yeah. you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter, and then you won't have to worry about it. That's true. So... Hey, just another reason. Go follow us. Go dogs. Just hit a follow. Like, subscribe. Hit that yeah. notification bell. We're going
1: to be really milking this uh, go follow us for a while. Yeah, we have. We apologize.
2: Can we do I one don't, more?
1: I don't apologize. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> we follow we do us more? right now. Can we
2: do one more? I want to do, do one more? more. Can we
1: do one more? Hit the follow button. There
2: yeah. we go. We got it all done. Anyway, getting out of Fair State Sports now. We are talking MLB because the I postseason about that, no, has I started, and it is started with a bang. If you're an anti-Yankees fan, then you are very happy, Joe. Love to see it. There you go. we to waiting for see it. the Red Sox beating the Yankees 6-2 to on Tuesday Did in you see, uh, the AL wild Card opener.
1: Did you see uh, how so many the like the videos of the Yankees fans reacting to the Stanton home run yep. that wasn't an actual home run? Yep, he hit that like basically like what was it like two or three feet from the top of the wall, mm-hmm. and their announcer was like it's a home run, and then like ten seconds later he's like, what did I screw up just now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like so it was like I loved it because I just saw like videos of, like all the Yankee fans like going crazy, and then their just hearts just dying right there, and it was like yep, love to see it. Yeah, I love I'm, seeing Yankee fans get sad.
2: Yeah, I think it was a great weekend to be a Red Sox fan. I mean, maybe it was a little bit of a pick-me-up from the the Sunday night football game. 27 rings, I guess. So, yeah, that is true. Uh, but still, I've heard somebody post um, on social media that playoffs are better when the Yankees aren't in it. That is true. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with makes that. makes sense. So I agree with that. I can think a lot of people could get on that boat. Yankee
1: fans are, I'm not going to say it. You can, you can fill in the blank if you want. Sure. I'm not going to say it.
2: Yankee fans aren't fun. Sure. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what we we'll leave here on air. But um, anyway, um, the Red Sox were definitely led by um, Nate Uvalde. He was great. Five and one-third, 71 pitches, only allowed four hits, one run, striking out eight Yankee batters, including some of the ones that you mentioned in Stan and Judge. And, I mean, he was really good. He was dominating that Yankees um, offensive juggernaut that's apparently on paper in the lineup, which also, by the way, paper doesn't win you games. It's actual performance. Just wanted to put that out there. Moneyball. Moneyball won them games. Thank you. It's not true. I'm sorry. I'm absolutely, like, trashing on the Yankees right now, and I don't feel bad. the
1: thing, the best thing about the Yankees losing is, like, it starts the the thought of them again because last... I guess decade was the first decade since like the start of the MLB that they haven't uh you know won a World Series like in a decade or whatever. Mhm. And you know, maybe this could be decade number 2 and the Yankees number could be actually two. bad.
2: Yeah, it very well could be. Money can't always buy championships. Yeah, I think I think that's such a like I mean, now we've seen so many times where that's happened but like look at last year. Brooklyn and the Lakers. Were they in the finals? Nope. Exactly, that's what. That's what what I'm trying to point across. I like seeing those low, those low market chemistry teams pulling it out, and we've seen that twice now: Miami a year ago in the NBA, and Phoenix. So
1: you got Tampa this year.
2: Yeah. So really, I mean,
1: for the baseball league. Yeah,
2: Tampa would definitely fit in that category. And look how they were. White Sox
1: too, I think. Yeah, maybe a little
2: different call from Kevin Cash in. Yeah, we won't go back to that. But the Red Sox definitely took advantage early. That two that two run home run from Bogarts was huge to set the tone. Schwarber went deep as well, and I mean, it was just really like Garrett Cole got shelled, and that's what you don't yeah, pay he did not big play bucks good for. At he all. played awful, so that's going to be a tough one to swallow when you go out and pay a guy. I love how so many people are like, you're paying hard. him, you're paying him three.
1: I'm going to try to do my best New New York accent. He's like, you're paying him three hundred mil, three hundred mil to go pitch three innings. <laughs> Give me 100 mil and I get six. And I'm like... (laughs) I was like, well, that's what happens when you got Garrett Cole who... Wet the bed there.
2: Oh, wet the his, bed. His I'm gonna say wet the bed. Fraudulent. Oh, that's for that's absolutely brutal. But that'll anyway. That will put the Red Sox in a series now with the Rays, like you just mentioned. Um, that's we're starting. That it's starting actually tonight as we're recording. October seventh is game one. Game two will be on Friday when this episode comes out. Those were, I believe at eight and seven p.m. But I think that's gonna be a good matchup. The Rays against the Red Sox. I feel like the. The Red Sox are, I think they're the better fit to make this a better matchup with Tampa Bay because the Yankees are so inconsistent. It's like, that's going to be pretty much dull or nothing. Yeah. I just don't know what
1: the Yankees, like they have the money and they have like a solid lineup. I just don't know what they need.
2: They're not consistent. They need consistency. They're
1: very very hot and cold and I don't think they're going to be able to make it very far if they make the postseason next year, if they're going to be able to make it far at all anywhere. Mm -hmm. If they don't string together like a a solid like 10 game like even the regular season like a 10 game win streak every like five or six games because they need to get I mean they just need to get it so that that way they're just in the in the finals because I don't think one game if you just toss up a a wild card for them to get in they're not going to win that game I don't think no nine times out of ten they won't win that game but if you get them a four game series or a seven game series they could drag it out to six or seven and get the win but like I said, they're not consistent. They need a couple games over time to be able to, you know, wear a team out. But exactly. that's that's not going to be able to win them. Any any championships in the near future?
2: Yeah, the Arod, the Jeter, the Posada. That team was the Robinson last Cano true consistent Yankee team, and yeah, that's that, that one, team one that was you'd insane. put in the you'd put in the World Series year after year. Yeah. But until they get back to that, I don't I don't fully trust them yet. Yeah. Um, How about any, them Dodgers, eh? The Dodgers we were just going to mention going to the NL Wild Card, they win over the Cardinals. Chris Taylor getting the walk off with all of his friends from Washington oh, there to support friend. him. How was it? How fun was that? It was really cool to see the Dodgers come out on top. The Cardinals, though, what a story! Got to give them a clap. I mean, 17 straight wins. Come on, that's insane. That's amazing. Then they should be proud of that. They really should. Um, but Chris Taylor ended up getting the the walk off with Cody Bellinger um, there to get that two run win. Really fun. It was good to see these pitchers like yeah. go at it. I mean, Wainwright and Scherzer had a ball. You guess you could say, I mean, because I believe there was only 12 total hits allowed in the entire game, if I remember correctly, yeah. which is pretty insane to think about. Just because, like, those are two dominant guys that you can throw on the mound year like year after year, and you know they're still going to be on the top of their game, regardless of what team they're on, what position they're in. And, they, I mean, it was a really fun game. A lot less scoring than the other wild card game, but still a really fun baseball game.
1: Yeah, I I loved watching it. It was uh, a, I mean, car. It sucks that the Cardinals lost because I was kind of hoping that they'd be able to win just yeah. to show that like, Dodgers can't also buy championships. Sure. Now that they're in it, they're who are they playing? They're playing uh, San Fran, San Fran, which is going to be a big one. Which I'm I'm excited for because those got they've been playing each other basically all throughout the season so far. LA makes it to Western or to uh what was it NL West teams Mm -hmm. that's what i'm super excited for it's gonna be electric too because la and san francisco they're what four hours apart Mm -hmm. so i know that there's and i mean it's california teams. so you know both of those teams have fan bases all over the what is it what is california sunshine Sunshine state
2: uh is that right yeah that sounds familiar to florida though uh, I, think, I thought they were the Orange State. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. And it does it does say Florida is the Sunshine State. What is California? That's weird.
1: Either way, both teams have alliances all throughout the state that run run deep. So I'm excited to see uh, the amount of, of fans that go to each side. But I am hoping that San Francisco ah, wins sorry, it. Sorry, Golden State. Golden State. That's there you it. Go. Golden State Warriors. I should have known. Yeah. But I'm hoping that San Francisco gets the win because just to prove. Because I just don't like L.A. right now. L.A. just not... A good, I don't know. I just don't like the philosophy that they have. It's just like, oh, we need a player. Just go shell out 100 mil. Yeah. You know, like that's just not something that I think is great. But nonetheless, Sox are going to be playing uh, Houston on the other side of the ALCS after uh, Tampa Bay plays Boston. And then Atlanta versus the Brewers are going to round out the whole postseason. Brandon, who are you kind of expecting to win the whole the whole thing?
2: All right. So if I guess if we're going bracket by bracket predictions here. Um I'll try to make this quick. I know we're wrapping here up on the end of the episode. Um I think Tampa will outplay Boston. I think Same. they have enough to get past Boston. I Same. think just they just don't have enough for me like Boston as far as like depth in the pen. I mean they they, da- they have it but I just don't like Tampa Bay's pen's were fantastic, and I think that they have enough like they have enough yeah. bats to move. I on. think
1: I think Tampa's pen and their like rotation stuff can shut down Boston's bats when they start to get red hot. That's yeah. the one. That's the one difference because Tampa Bay they're not have those like high caliber players, but they have the guys who can you know get on base, the money ball basically. You can get on base, you can score, and you can you can whittle away. And I think that's going to be the big difference too.
2: Yeah. So you're going to also take the the Rays in that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other one, I believe, was the going to be the socks Sox and, and, and Astros. I know we were talking about this, so really, I know you got you. You want to probably I go. I got the socks. Yeah, I figured you're going to say that. No trash cans are going to be winning this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know. This is a tough spot for me because it's like, do I want to root for the Astros? No. Do I want to root for the White Sox? No. So the I thing don't. is, the, I don't really know who to pick on this the one. The thing is, though, tight.
1: is if the Sox win, then it's like the Tigers can say we lost to, we lost a playoff spot to the to the number one, like the best team in baseball. You know,
2: that's true. I like everything about the White Sox except for the White Sox. I know that makes no sense, but just it doesn't the,
1: make any sense. But somehow it makes perfect sense.
2: Exactly. So I just really don't like the fact that. I just really don't like the fact that I'm going to be picking the White Sox in this scenario because I know, like, like their beef with Detroit right now is absolutely ridiculous think, and they need to stop I think the White being Sox, wussies.
1: But. I think the White Sox can last longer in games than the Astros right now. A few years ago, if you gave me the Houston Astros, like, when they beat the Dodgers, like, in that 13-inning game, like or whatever it was, like 11 in a game, like 13 to 14 or whatever. Yeah, i take Houston, but I don't think they have the stamina. They don't think they have the ability to run it as far deep because Sox, I think they have just, I don't know. The The Chicago mentality, I think, is a lot different than than what the Astros have.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, right now, I think I'm in a spot where I'm going to have to, unfortunately, take the... I think I'm going to have to take the White Sox. I think they're definitely the hot underdog that they will probably appear in a lot of ALDS brackets just because that that offense has the firepower that we wanted to see from the Yankees and the Red Sox, but they just don't have the consistency. So I'm going to also go with the... I'm going to also go with the White Sox, unfortunately. Um, NLDS, I... I want to start with the Brewers because I think I'm a, I mean I mean I do like the Braves but I think I'm going to have to go with the Brewers because their arms have shown me that they can like, compete in every game hands down. They can, like, they can go the distance. Yeah, so I'm going to pick the Brewers there in that one and then this one's tough cuz I like San Fran but we've seen teams every year that have great records because oh, wow. Dodgers
1: are not a four seed team. No, they're they're they're, way, t- they're, two they're better. Seed. They're they're better than the Braves and the Brewers. Yeah, but it's just because the, this one. The, the the Giants beat them out on it that that they're at this position that like they are. So it's really just two number one teams going at it against each other. And I think this game is gonna whoever wins this game is gonna win the NLCS. I don't know if they'll win the whole thing, but it'll definitely be the deciding factor for who wins the the
2: NL side. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna. It's tough for me. I honestly... I think I'm going to go with the Dodgers. It hates me to say that just because they have the experience. They have the ability to overcome adversity that they've shown us. So, I think I have to go there. It hates me, but I think that... I just... Like, the Giants, to me, have been too hot at this point. They've been too good. Mm -hmm. And that always happens year after year. Like, they're on a one seed winning it all, not as common as it used to be. So... Yeah. I'm gonna have to go. There's, with the Dodgers. there's a lot more
1: up, upsets that go on. No, I gotta go with. I'm gonna go with the Giants just because I don't want the Dodgers to win and That's show fair. that the, show that the money spending the money is gonna be able to get you championships because I think that just takes away from the magic of postseason baseball. And I don't think honestly a lot of people are like overlooking the factor of postseason baseball. It's like it's a lot different. You can have teams like, I mean, like the Sox last year who weren't very who were solid teams, but they didn't have the big names, especially like Tampa Bay didn't have as many of the solid like teams and like the big-name players, but they just had the grit and they had the ability to go go the distance and play well, and that's why they were able to make it so far in the postseason. And I think that's going to be the main reason why uh, the Giants are going to be able to take the win.
2: Yeah, that's those are our predictions for the ALDS. You can NLDS. You can follow us to make sure that we keep ourselves in check on our predictions for this MLB postseason. We'll be covering it more as it continues on. And we thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, hit the follow button. I'm sorry I, I it. had to say it again it. <laughs> I had to say it again guys I'm so sorry You look faithful Make faithful. sure that you follow us on social media We can't say it enough You guys are awesome And keep tuning in to episodes Keep following us Keep interacting with our posts And we will give you guys the content that you want Right For Joe? For
1: sure For sure And as always everybody Take care